Hey folks, this is the guy, Chad, and you are listening to the Turnbuckle Report, a Dogcast Studio podcast. You can catch us every Wednesday. You can also listen to us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podomatic, and we are now on TuneIn and iHeartRadio. Follow our show on Facebook and Twitter, and Merry Christmas, baby. Welcome, folks, to another episode of the Turnbuckle Report, the people's host, bringing it to you live and in charge tonight. That's right. The guy, Chad, with me tonight, getting ready to bring a little heat on the mic. What's up, brother? What's going on, my dude? Hey, 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 listen. Listen. I don't I don't mean to come in real hot, but um, you can't help it. Listen, hey, Whoppers are 37 cents today. First of all, okay. Yeah. I realize that it's Wednesday now, and we're talking about something to happen on Friday and Saturday, but we're recording on a mm-hmm. Saturday, releasing on a Wednesday. So for those of you that missed your opportunity to get a thirty-seven cent Whopper, I'm not happy about it. So you need to get out there Sad next time, next time, and get yourself a thirty-seven cent Whopper. Burger King released the Whopper sixty-four years ago. Okay, it's sixty-four years old today, and uh, it's getting that thirty-seven. Cent. I got mine. I got mine, and uh, you know, I put your, I uh, put your cut, your, your little. Nephew, right? Yeah, he's your nephew, Carter. Carter, yep. Yeah, yeah. Put him on blast. Tell him we got to go get that Whopper. Every time I have the Burger King, I uh, I think of Carter and uh, our moving experience. I have other plans today. I have something I want to bring up. Yeah, um, we have a mutual it. friend that has a uh, son that is a huge wrestling fan. Thanks to the thanks to uh, two things, John Cena, and more than John Cena, the People's Host. This kid is a huge wrestling fan. I'm going to save uh, a little anonymity here. Big word, folks. Um, not going to give out names. You know who I'm talking about. The kid's pumped. He loves wrestling. Here's the thing. I got him a universal title. You know, the mini ones. You know yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah, I love the mini belts. Got him. A, I asked him last time he's here. I said, hey, buddy. I said, uh, if you could have any one of those title belts, any any title belt, you just had one. Which one would it be? He didn't miss a beat, man. Didn't miss even though it's a universal title. The one that Roman Reigns has. Okay. Sounds good. The Blue so, Ranger belt. In typical in typical Leland fashion, I uh, waited for the next big pay-per-view because they always throw great sales on and uh, gave me a reason to buy another one and put it in my collection. And I got his. I got one for him. So anyway, the kids take a little envelope and they make it look like a Money in the Bank briefcase. Which was awesome, by the way. It looks... Good. Like, they did a good job on it. You know, my son did that, by the way, and he's um, he was upset. He was like, Dad, I don't think you really like Because I questioned the lines, but then when he showed me the picture, I'm like, oh, shit, that actually looks that looks legit. So, no, he did a great job. So what's going to happen is I'm going I'm, I'm going to go to their, their Christmas party tonight. Getting there a little early because I always do. That's how the people host ro- rolls. I'm going to get there. Inevitably, the kid's going to want to start wrestling with me because that's what he does. I'm going to start wrestling with him. I'm going to wouldn't we're want gonna to do wrestle a, the people's host, man. Why wouldn't the you want host. to? Yeah, why wouldn't you want to? I, 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 and I'm going to put you over. to get the people's host. I'm going to put you over. I mean, that's just how I work. So he's, we're going to do the collar elbow tie-up, okay? Inevitably, the kid's going to be on my back because he thinks he can choke me out like freaking Andre the Giant and the Princess Bride over here. Uh, so that's what's going to happen. And then I'm going to let the kid put me down. I really considered to get color. I really thought, should I put a spot in the match 
to where I have him <laughs> run me into the wall or something or, or hit me on the head with something. Just and then as I drop down, just kind of, yeah, it just kind of blade a little bit. I, I am, I really want to do this. <laughs> I really want to do this. all over their house and shit, blood getting all over their kitchen. Just <laughs> Yeah, like yeah no, I really want to do this. So. Kid comes up and does a couple, uh, uh, that's right. on your head. That's right. <laughs> yeah, so I'm thinking, you know, get the spot where, I drop down. Oh, man, he just hit me in the head. Uh, he's behind me getting, you know, powdering up like a real baby face. He's getting the crowd, just bringing the crowd in, you know, and I'm letting him do it. And then as they got, they, I'm blading. I'm blading over here. And then I come back up and I'm just, oh, the drama of the crimson mask. And then he puts his finisher on me. He gets the one, two, three. My kids rush out, hand him the money in the bank, and it's his birthday present. This has got to be one of the coolest ways to receive a present I think I've ever heard. Uh, honestly, this kid will never forget this. Um, long-time no. friends of this family that you're visiting. Long-time friends. I've known yeah. these folks long since... Time. I've known these folks since his dad. So this kid's dad. I've known his this kid's dad since that kid's age, if not younger. Yeah. So long time. So mm -hmm. uh, for me, this is cool. They're like family. So he's going to look at uh, Absolutely. The Uncle People's Host. Uncle People's Host is uh, mm -hmm. putting, putting this kid's over on his birthday, and he's never going to forget this. He's never going to forget it. He, this is, so I run the, I run the booking down. Uh, I, I went to the booking committee, basically my wife and ran the, ran the card down to her on how this match is planned, planned out. And she loved it all up until I decided I was going to blade myself. And, uh, not, <laughs> I think it's great. I not a big should. fan. You got to commit to it. <laughs> you got to sell that. I feel like I, I feel like I got to commit to this. I feel like this the is the only way. This is really going to work is is to get color. I mean, this isn't a WWE thing here. This is this is a turnbuckle sponsored match. And um, you know, it's the debut. It, it let me just tell you. I know I know I'm I know I'm going back and forth here, but let me tell you. Me and this kid. This is how real it is between him and I. I will randomly get a text from his father and it'll it'll be a video of this kid cutting a promo on me. I mean, flat out, the next time I see you, you better have your head down and don't look at me in the eyes. You hear me, Leland? I mean, he is cutting promos on me. So then I'll have to send him a video and cut a promo on him. We'll go back and forth, back and forth. So it's uh, this is a big moment. This is going to be I'm, – I'm super excited for this. Probably more than this whole Christmas party, I'm more excited about this. This is going to be the <laughs> – I'm never a big fan of Christmas parties, but if you can incorporate a wrestling match in the middle of a wrestling party, like yes. an impromptu match – that would be fantastic. Yeah. Hey, listen, there's one thing I want to give a yes. big shout out for. This weekend, uh, or last weekend now that it's Wednesday, uh, wink, wink, uh, we have Great Lakes <laughs> Championship Wrestling putting on a, uh, a benefit show for the Waukesha mm -hmm. Parade incident that took place a couple weeks ago during the Christmas parade. Uh, Braun Strowman, a.k.a. Adam Schur, who happens to be from the area, is actually putting this on. And he's got like EC3 showing up, Serena Deeb. There's a, there, there was right now because we're recording before it's happened. There was speculation that Dan Housen was going to show up. And uh, I think it's wonderful. I think it's a badass card. I think it's any I think it's going to be better than anything that Monday Night Raw can possibly put out. And it's just this low time, like little little low indie, you know, Great Lakes Championship Wrestling. It's, it's going to be like Raw tonight. Like, it's going to be this big pay-per-view tonight. Because the card is stacked, my friend. Stacked. They got Moose yeah. from Impact Wrestling coming out tonight. Like, come on, man. This card is insanely stacked tonight. 
So um, I, I'm going to try to make it, but if I don't, man, I, I feel like I'm missing out on a really, really good show and an opportunity to see a good one. Well, you know, as people are hearing this on Wednesday, you're gonna we're gonna know obviously by the air date because you're gonna post pictures if you go, and I really hope you get a chance to go. Uh, I think it's a great benefit. I got to plug that first. Um, it's a horrible incident that happened, um, and I'm I'm glad to see that the wrestling community is is showing up and showing out uh, for, for America. Basically, that's what's happening right now is, is this is a major, major deal that happened, a tragedy that happened. And, uh, you know, you can, you can always rely on wrestling and wrestling fans and wrestlers to, to show up and, and, uh, and do the right thing. So I'm pretty pumped about that. And this is an opportunity to see Braun Strowman. And I told you off air, this, that's, that's huge. No pun intended. That's huge to be able to, to see that guy. Cause he's a monster among men. And, um, I'll tell you, when I was a kid and I saw Andre for the first time, it still impacts me. I still think about that that moment being a little kid seeing Andre. So uh, I hope you get to make it. If not, we'll talk about it more because I'm sure you'll you'll follow it and, and and see what happened and see what big stuff happened. You know, you bring up Danhausen, and uh, when is this guy going to show up on AEW? When is that going to happen? Well, because you know, any minute between him and Orange Cassidy are fire. Yeah, they're just. I, I told you that I lost. I lost a, an hour and a half to two hours just watching Danhausen matches. A couple of them were Orange Cassidy matches. The guy's not he's not the tech if you're looking to go see like a Bret Hart style of match, you're you're missing out. You're not gonna you're not gonna get that with Danhausen, right? No. But he is that entertaining uh uh character. A lot like Orange Cassidy. I think I think the the way that a lot of people like Orange Cassidy, I would probably like Danhausen. I think that's fair. Because I don't get over on Orange Cassidy's You're game. not a you you've you've put it out there you're not an orange cassidy fan and you've told me why because you would said that mm-hmm. you know if, if the rock came out and orange cassidy came out to threaten the rock you would have he would have been laughed out mm-hmm. of the building and in, in the attitude era because that's yes. your mindset that's what you're mm-hmm. looking for in your wrestling that's the kind of wrestler you want to see that's the kenny omegas that's the seth rollins uh those kind of wrestlers right uh well maybe not yeah. so much seth rollins but i'm throwing him in the mix because he's a, he's a technically sound uh brutal no, and that's At, he fair, would, because Seth he Rollins would have survived in the Attitude Era. Let's just face it. Um, so, anyways, the, the point I'm trying to make here is you're not a, you're not an Orange Cassidy fan, and I am, and I think Orange Cassidy is just entertaining as hell. And then you turn around, and you add another character in the mix, like Danhausen, and he is just as entertaining. Has all the stupid little shticks that Orange Cassidy has. Putting those two in a, in a mm-hmm. ring is just lightning in a bottle. It's fire every time. You've you've got it, it's like putting MJF and and and. Um, and CM Punk in the ring at the same time. Like, you just know magic is going to happen in the ring when you put those two in there on the mic. Same thing with Dan Housen and Orange Cassidy. Magic happens when you get these two dudes in the ring. And and it just goes to say that Dan Housen needs to be in AEW so we get some Orange Cassidy-Dan Housen matches. And not only that, Chris Jericho is a huge Dan Housen man. He's always inviting Mm -hmm. this guy to come to his cruises, his side gigs, Mm -hmm. his side promotional shit that he does. Dan Housen is always in Chris Jericho's corner. Why is he not on AAW yet? What's what's the holdup? What's going on? It needs to happen. It needs to happen soon because that gimmick is is hands tailor made for AEW. I would even say for WWE, they could they could make that gimmick work in WWE. The problem is, uh, anytime you show up in WWE with a gimmick that's got over somewhere else, they're they're going to change it. They would, and they would they would change it. um, But here's here's the thing that I think that. old VKM himself would be excited with a with a Danhausen is the uh, the marketing. This guy's marketing's everywhere. You you know why I had to go watch Danhausen matches was it's because I'm on every week I'm on Pro Wrestling Tees, Pro Wrestling Crate, 
in those crates, I think three or four times this year, I've already got something with Dan Housen. I'm like, who is this guy? Comic books. Uh, I mean, you name it. There, there's just all kinds of stuff with this dude. Um, so you, you go on there, and, and, and you know, Pro Wrestling Tees always has their their most got over of the week. You know, the wrestlers that are selling the most shirts. Dude, it's the top ten, and this guy is always in the top ten. Always. Above big names. Over names. So anyway, uh, I'm ready for him to show up in AEW. Hopefully, when he shows up, he gets a little more push. He doesn't get squashed quite as bad as Sami Zayn did on Friday Night SmackDown. Brock Lesnar's back. We heard the music. It's happened. I don't know how many times. How do they keep doing this in WWE? How do they keep bringing Brock back and I still lose my mind over it? Notice I didn't use the word pop. I do not pop. I will not pop. But I do get a little crazy when I see Brock Lesnar. Just a little, little pop. Maybe, a, maybe a little bit. Maybe there's a little popping. <laughs> a yeah. little tiny block. But you're not telling anybody. You're gonna keep it to yourself. It's not like no, you're, you're going on air and said the last pop so hard to Brock Lesnar last night, guys. Yeah, the last thing I'm gonna do is is get on my podcast and say, oh guys, guess what? When I saw Brock, I <laughs> a little embarrassing, but I I kind of popped. <laughs> uh, no big. Deal. I had a half a poppy. Not doing. I that. poppied. I little poppied a <laughs> little bit. Listen, little pop. Oh, uh, poppy. Listen, uh, not to not to backtrack back to Dan Housen, but Brock Lesnar, I'm super over on him, and Dan Housen is, is in the same boat. Like he's the most over wrestler that's not in a major promotion today. Is, is that fair to say about Dan Housen? Yeah, I would absolutely say that Dan Housen is the most over wrestler, not in a major promotion right now, and that's that's that is 100 percent the reason I want to know why he isn't in AEW yet. How or even WWE? How isn't somebody not capitalized on this this profitability yet? It's going to happen soon. I just don't know why it hasn't happened yet. Well, and 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 my lead into that was is about Brock Lesnar. I am over on Brock Lesnar right now, and I fucking hate it because I'm not a big Brock Lesnar fan. But when he came out on SmackDown and he had this thing going with Sami Zayn, I was like, damn, like this is this is the opportunity that I've been looking for with Sami Zayn. This is how you get Sami Zayn the rub. Like maybe because the way they shoot that pr- promo was it was kind of making look like Brock was making Sami his stooge, yeah. right? And I love that promo. What did you think of that opening promo for SmackDown? Was I think it not that, fire? That could have been one of definitely top five Brock Lesnar promos. And and I know that you know some people are going to roll their eyes hearing me say that. Uh, like, okay, people, so it's real nice observation there. Brock Lesnar doesn't talk a whole lot. I get it. I get it. However, you don't have Paul Heyman with him anymore, which is a great move, by the way. You've got a guy that can hold his own. When he looked at Sami Zayn and he said... I'm sorry. I I apologize. I just don't know. Are are you a fan of mine? Or I, I'm just I just don't really know who you are. That was the perfect way to play that off. Right. Because it set up that final segment. The final segment, when they were walking to the ring, when when Brock Lesnar was walking to the ring, the final set segment, the way they set it up made you believe that Brock was actually going to help him out. When he didn't, it didn't really shock me. Oh yeah. But it made you believe that. And it's only it's because of his delivery in that first promo. And I kind of thought maybe this was an opportunity that Sammy could be a stooge. Like, Sammy can be the voice of Brock Lesnar. He could be the new Paul Heyman character. He comes out, he does all the talking for Brock, becomes the new stooge, right? But how do they mm-hmm. fucking end the show? They give him three suplexes and F5. Roman comes out, puts him in the guillotine, and that's the end of it. So do, are we going to see Sammy Zayn again? Is this the end of Sammy Zayn? Like, what not. the fuck is going on, WWE? We've been pushing Sammy Zayn for months years on this show we talk about him all the time we talk about how he needs to be your champion 
And what do you do? You piss it away. You finally listen to our show. You finally listen to the Turnbuckle Report and said, you know what? The people's host and the guy and the big dog all have a point. Sami Zayn needs to be the champion. Let's go ahead and put him in a championship match. Uh, but the stipulation was that Brock Lesnar wins and becomes the new number one contender. How the fuck does that work? Yeah. Nothing against Brock right now because I think Brock is putting on really good work. This character, this revamped character, this this Viking Brock Lesnar, if you will, in a in mm-hmm. a but a viking that chops wood if you will he's a lumberjack viking hell yeah i love it i, I love this i wasn't over on it at first but it's it's winning me over and and who perfect to be his little stooge sidekick than Sami Zayn? and they piss it away man I, I guess i'm just more pissed off about it than i need to be but i'm just not happy with the way wwe did our boy Sami Zayn this week i'm not i'm i'm pissed i don't know what your feelings are but i'm not happy well the one thing i do agree with you is that i don't like how smackdown ended with Sami Zayn this week the thing i think i disagree with you on is we don't know what this is going to turn into we don't know yet and we do know that they are debuting this day one pay-per-view very first time that they've had this pay-per-view granted they've had a pay-per-view on new year's but not this one so they're putting a lot of stock into this um i could see sammy Zayn. i don't want first of all i don't want to see sammy Zayn as um as Brock Lesnar's mouthpiece. I, I think Brock has proven he doesn't need one. So I don't want to see that. But I would like to see Brock come very close to beating Roman Reigns. And then Sami Zayn swindles him somehow. And now we have a real hot blood feud between Sami Zayn and Brock Lesnar going into Royal Rumble. I would really like that. Because I would like to see Sami be able to show off what he can actually do and prove to the world that he deserves to be in that role. He reminds me a lot of Edge from like 2006, 2007, that time frame. Because Edge always had that kind of underdog thing because he was in, he was in those angles with uh, Triple H, John Cena. He was the one on the outskirts, but then he always found a way to win. I could see Sammy doing the same exact thing. But that's not been WWE's MO lately. Like they've been not. doing... Where where they, they'll bury a guy like this, and then he gets pushed back down to mid-card, and you never see him in the picture again. I thought about that myself. I thought, okay, maybe this is a way for Sami Zayn to, to you know, put his revenge on Brock Lesnar down the road, and I thought that would be a really cool angle, if we ever get there. But the problem is, is the way we've been seeing WWE as of late, they, they'll do this to a, a, one of their talents, and then he gets buried, pushed down to mid-card, never see him again. Case in point, uh, the other wrestler that I'm really over on is... is, is in the same boat he got pushed down i don't even think he get i think he went from title contender mid card down to like cd card and 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 what and i'm referring to is kevin owens mm-hmm. and i really hope yeah. kevin owens cashes in on his wwe contract and decides to get the hell out of there and then goes over to AEW. i would love to see sam or uh, uh not sammy but kevin in, in AEW. anyways mm-hmm. we've already seen this shit kevin got a couple opportunities to go for the belt got buried buried by by uh Roman Reigns and went down back down to mid card, did some mid card shit for a while, and then we didn't see him anymore. He just disappeared from TV. That's what I'm afraid is going to happen to Sami Zayn. If WWE's a what have you done for me lately type of company, and if Sami Zayn isn't getting it done or selling the merch or whatever, mm-hmm. Brock Lesnar's going to put some F5s on his ass, and then we're never going to see him again. He's just going to be off in oblivion or he's going to be mid carding again. And I don't want to see that. Because it's more of this gimmick of Sami Zayn going, well, everybody's against me. It's a whole conspiracy. Like, I get it. That that worked during WrestleMania, but we don't need to keep fucking hearing that shit. Like, let's put Sami in a, in a title contender and see what this heel, um, you know, master 
opportunist that he calls himself. Let's see him put that to work, man, against some of the two of the biggest wrestlers in the business right now, and mm-hmm. Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. And I just don't think we're going to get it. I hope you're right, though. And I don't mean to to you know drive this into the ground and spend hours talking about. It. I'm just you know that's my feelings. I, I guess everything that we have to consider right now is everything right now happening in a WWE ring is somehow related to WrestleMania, which by the way, the turnbuckle report is going to be there. Look for us. We'll be on the gear and uh, we'll have put you on the show. And I just think that it will, it's all leading to WrestleMania. So we kind of have to look at it through the, those lenses is, is how does this affect or does it affect? How does it lead into something with WrestleMania? And I, I, I would hope I've, so. I've said it on the show. I, I think that we're going to see the rock come back on this WrestleMania. And I think the rock is going to dethrone or completely put over Roman reigns. So I don't see Roman losing that title. I just don't. And, and if, if that's my mindset and you know, I'm, I'm, it's my opinion. If my mindset is that this is somehow affecting the decisions they make now are somehow going to indirectly affect WrestleMania then in that mind frame, I can't see Roman losing to Brock. And Who, if, it's a, WWE's if it's a straight up fight, Roman. if it's a straight up fight, Brock is winning this fight because Roman's already beat him once. That's not happening to Brock. Brock's not getting buried by Roman. It's not going to happen. But you sure could have Sammy screw him now. No, you know, not literally. That would be. Well, I guess does somebody, day one. Some people might like that. There's one, nothing wrong with that. But. Does day one put Roman Reigns? as the record-holding universal champion over Brock Lesnar. And the reason I ask that question is if Roman Reigns breaks the record and then gets to the day one pay-per-view, then we know he's going to drop the title because he held it long enough to say that he is the longest-holding universal champion of all time. Mm -hmm. And he can then drop the belt to Brock Lesnar. But outside of Brock Lesnar, who who is the second-most Baby faces like the biggest wrestler next to Roman Reigns that could come in and then take that title from him if Brock Lesnar fails to do so. The Rock. At one point, at one point, I would have said Finn Balor. All right, I would have said Finn Balor, but Finn Balor is <sighs> yeah. no longer the think leading Finn, baby face in the company. Finn gets lost in translation, unfortunately. By the way, I love Finn Balor. I, I just I would love to see more of him in a, in a title contention, but you know. Of course, you know, the ring fucking breaks down when he's getting ready to do the coup de gras on Roman Reigns and Roman Reigns finds a way to win. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Like that that bullshit yeah. is the kind of stuff I'm talking that's what they did this that 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 is a good example of what I think happened to Sami Zayn. The ring breaks, we don't see Finn Balor discussing another rematch, going back for that title, coming back out to challenge Roman. We didn't get that. He the ring breaks, that's the end of it. We're done. We're not even going to contest that the fucking ring broke. He's just gone. And that's the kind of shit I'm talking about with Sami Zayn. Like, he got fucked over by Brock by getting an F5 and, and, and a couple suplexes. Mm-hmm. That that means that he was pretty much dazed and out of it by the time Roman came out to the ring. Mm-hmm. It, are we not going to see the same? Is Sami not going to throw fit? Sammy's, kinda, Sammy's the kind of character that should. Sammy would be the kind of guy that should come out and complain. He's not the baby face who's going to just, you know, roll over and die. He's a heel. The heel should be the complainer, but, but that's not been WWE's fucking storytelling lately. It's you, you get, once you're buried, you're fucking gone. Sorry. You're going back to mid card. Have fun. It is all about Roman Reigns. And I, it's going to continue to be about Roman Reigns, which by the way, I'm not against. I really like Roman Reigns having that title. I have not got tired of it. 
I have not got tired of his matches. I like them more and more and more because what are you doing? You're building up a fever pitch right now because the guy who finally dethrones Roman Reigns and 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 collapses the bloodline uh, faction, the guy who does that is going to have the biggest babyface push since probably John Cena. John Cena. He'd yeah. have to be. Or CM Punk. So you have to be bigger than those two. And how's that going to happen? So here's who the do question. They have on the roster? Here's the that's the question. Who do we have on the roster that is getting a babyface push like that? I there's a name that comes to my mind, but I want to hear your answer first. My, mine was Finn Balor. That was my original answer. But I, as of right now, Big E. But he's that's got it. the WWE title. I think I think they put the WWE title because we all know. Don't get it twisted, folks. That Universal title is the the ring bearer that is the standard in WWE. It is not the WWE title. It's the universal title. Uh, and I think they put the WWE title on Big E to test the waters to see how, how well he's going to be accepted. Is he going to get over? I absolutely think he's over. I'll tell you right now, I've come a little close, kind of a little close, kind of more than a little close to buying a Big E shirt. And that's big for me because I'll tell you right now in my drawer, the only WWE shirts I have are nostalgic. The only current roster wrestlers I wear are from AEW or in the Indies. I do not have a current WWE roster or uh, a wrestler's T-shirt. It just doesn't happen. Uh, and, and the one there's been two I've really thought about recently. One is Brock Lesnar, and the other is uh, is Big E. And, and so I I think that. I think that that kind of sets the tone is let's see if Big E drops the title at some point leading into WrestleMania. Maybe it doesn't even happen WrestleMania. Maybe they, they go with Bra- Roman a little longer. They get a little longer out of this. Heck, bring The Rock back just so Roman can beat his ass at WrestleMania and then see how much of a fever pitch Big E would be at to retain, or not retain, but to win that title and dethrone the bloodline. Hmm. Now that's a story I, like I could it. get behind. I like it because you basically are saying this. This is this is what I've been able to dissect from what you're saying, and I okay. love everything. By the Let's way, hear. I love everything. That you're of course, saying. you do. You're saying that Sami Zayn was involved not because he was a title contender, but he was out there to fuck over Brock Lesnar. Because then that way, Brock Lesnar stays over. He doesn't look like a puss. It makes he, sense he out of Brock. Yeah, Rome. It protects right. him when he loses. So this is, right. So when he loses, he lost because of Sami Zayn, not because of Roman Reigns. So that right. you protect you protect Brock's integrity as a wrestler. You protect. Roman Reigns not losing the title, and then of course you keep Sammy being the heel, and and how how else do you get a heel over by fucking over Brock Lesnar? That's how you do it, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. we, and I can't wait till we get into AEW because it's coming, and and I can't wait to discuss that because there's another heel on the other side of things that needs to do something to put himself over, and that's pinning the most over wrestler in the business, and that's how you get over as a heel. And how better to do that than have Sammy Zayn fuck over Brock Lesnar? That's how you get over. That's how Brock stays over. That's how you get Sammy over, and that's how you keep the title on Roman. It's smart. Does WWE, WWE, does WWE do it? I don't know. I don't know. It's let's stay tuned because then that then that puts The Rock to set him up for WrestleMania, and now you get a Rock versus Roman Reigns because Roman can now officially say I've beaten. I've you know Roman's going to take the credit. We all know Roman's going to take the credit when Sammy yeah. fucks over Brock. Yeah. He's going to say that I won that match. I don't want to see Brock Lesnar anymore. I've beaten him twice now. Get him out of my face. Then what's the next thing you hear after? Um, no. Do you know what you hear? You hear this at 
the pay-per-view that's coming up in January, my friend. You hear this at the Royal Rumble. Do you know what you're going to hear at the Royal Rumble? Hmm. Number 30 coming out. Number 30, Royal Rumble. I'm, I'm just going to take a stab yep. at this now. I know I've been really, really bad about this lately with WWE. We I have not yeah. predicted anything. But here's what you're going to hear. The number 30 coming out. Can you smell That's right. what The Rock is cooking? And then he's going to come out and he's going to fucking be the last guy in the ring. He's now the number one contender for WrestleMania. Yeah. That would be a great angle, and and I, I hope it happens. I really hope it happens because it, it saves face with all these guys, and it, it it adds to what they're trying to do with Roman or what I think they're trying to do. If you just look at what they've done already, you can kind of see a roadmap for what they're they're building a crescendo. They keep saying over and over that WrestleMania is gonna this one in Texas is gonna be the biggest the most stupendous ever. Which by the way, Turbuckle Report will be there, so please reach out to us and we'll put you on the show. And this will be the biggest one ever, most stupendous one ever. The only way they can do that is they got to bring out the hits. They got to retire uh, um, Undertaker and give him his final entrance. The host is going to be Stone Cold, and they got to have the, they got to have the Rock in the main event to show who the real champion is, who the real head of the table is in that family. And then if you really want to get Roman over, you haven't beat the Rock. Which, by the way, I could see the Rock doing. I could totally, because that's his cousin. I could see him. These guys are thick as thieves. I could see it happening. And I would be totally down with it. I would be totally okay with it, because if they're going to build it to that much of a fever pitch, that only means one thing. It's wrestling psychology, folks. It only means one thing, that they got a baby face waiting to really, really pop, almost as much as I pop. If 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 Stone Cold could still go in the ring, mm-hmm. it would be Roman Reigns versus Stone Cold at this mm-hmm. WrestleMania, period. Easy. But who's the who? And he's not a runner-up, by the way. So no. it's not the next best guy in line. The Rock and Stone Cold were neck and neck as far as being the most babyface over wrestlers in their respected era. They were both the biggest names in wrestling. So if, if Stone Cold can't go in the ring, you get the guy that was just as over, which is The Rock. So it doesn't matter. You, no, but I'm going to stop Cold you right there. Roman Hang on a the Rock, it's it's going to be great. I want to stop you right there for a second. I know I'm cutting your water off. I'm doing it for a reason. You're you you're saying that as a wrestling fan, but mm. you need to you take a step back, open your eyelids just a little further, and see the big picture. The most over wrestler of all time is The Rock. It is not Stone Cold. Stone Cold has sold more wrestling T-shirts and probably filled more wrestling arenas than The Rock has. But The Rock is the most over wrestler of all time to include Hulk Hogan. Period. No doubt. No doubt. I'll tell you right now, my kids, I hear my son say it almost on a daily basis, loves The Rock. It's his favorite actor. It's his favorite personality. Loves The Rock. My daughter loves The Rock. And when I start pulling up Rock matches, oh, well, that's cool. Yeah, I know he used to be a wrestler, but he does so much more now. That's what I'm saying. There is no bigger than The Rock. In a wrestler's mind, of course, right? And we're wrestling fans. We're going to say Stone Cold because that that probably spoke to our late 90s teenage angst a little more. Yeah. You know, but but in today's world, look at your kids, bro. Go talk to them because they're going to tell you The Rock's the most over person in the world right now. This guy can do anything. He's going to be the president someday, period. And I'll but- vote for him happily. The biggest the biggest problem I have here with with that is is that yeah Roman Reigns would go over and mm-hmm. he, there would be nobody left for Roman to beat and at that point it's like okay WWE close your fucking doors 
But I'd hate to think that way because I still feel like you got Big E out there and some of these other wrestlers. Um, Ethan Page. Not Ethan Page. What the fuck am I talking? Ethan Page. Um, Finn Bowler. I got mm-hmm. Ethan Page stuck in my head because of Dan Housen. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Finn Bowler. Is the mo is is the other guy? I in my in my humble little opinion, and this really just is my opinion. I'm not speaking from a a a you know uh, uh, a knowledgeable standpoint. I'm speaking from my opinion, from what I see fan. with my yeah. own two eyeballs, that Finn Balor would be the next most over wrestler if you give him a title shot. WWE can be carried with Finn Balor as your title holder and your face. He could, he could carry that company easily. I disagree. He needs to be the. I think he needs to be the one in that in that in that mix because he carried NXT during that time and NXT was doing well. Adam Cole was there; they, they were doing a lot of great things, and then of course those that all went away. So I, I really feel like you know Finn Balor would be your next guy. Now, I, and I and I respect your disagreement, but I'm going to tell you fuck off because I think that he is going to be the next champion and should be. Finn Balor, you're out of your fucking yeah. mind. You're out of your fucking mind. They've had so many opportunities to to put the strap on Finn Balor and they haven't done it because it, I'm sorry Chad but he is not as over as you think he is he's just not is he athletic absolutely is he entertaining absolutely one time a year he brings out the demon and everybody loves him the last time he brought the demon out the WWE buried his ass with the fucking ring breaking Balor is not WWE, over yeah. as much as you think he is he has cool entrance he has a cool cool entrance theme song he he, he's very athletic, yada, yada, yada. It's just, he's not. I, I think he could at one point hold the title. Here, I'll give a good comparison. Finn Balor is the new and new and improved Rob Van Dam. I am a big Rob Van Dam fan. You know that. You know I was completely over on Rob Van Dam. And when he won the title, I lost my shit. I thought, oh my God, this is the greatest thing ever. Rob Van Dam's a champion. How long did that last? Like a day. To the next pay-per-view. So, 20 days, maybe? Because, here's what really happened. Rob Van Dam won the title at one night stand, I believe in 2005, if I'm correct. I think it was 06. Against against John Cena. The only reason that happened is because they were trying to reboot ECW. That's it. If that wasn't a scenario... Rob Van Dam doesn't come close to the WWE title. Rob Van Dam doesn't come close to the world championship. That has nothing against Rob Van Dam's ability. He, I, every time he's in the ring, if his music hit right now, I would stop the show just to see what he was doing in the ring. I was doing that last year when he was an impact. I do the same thing with Finn Balor. He's entertaining, but the guy's not that over. He would hold it for 20 days, maybe, maybe 20 days, and then you're going to get tired of him. Even the guy would get tired of him. You know what? Listen. You make him sound like he's Cody Rhodes, man. He is Cody Rhodes, yeah. except for except for he's not a little bitch. You're making it. You're making me feel like my boy Finn Balor and my boy Cody Rhodes have got some shit going on that are in common here. They're they're both polarizing people, but we're never going to see him with a title opportunity again. I I honestly think that bringing Brandy Rhodes out on AEW mm-hmm. was another pitch to try to put this fucking guy over. Was mm-hmm. that not on AEW? And I'm sorry, I'm I'm swinging it over because. I honestly can't no, I like argue with you about it's, Finn. It, it's time. I, I can't argue with you about Finn Balor. I have no more arguing points. Like you, you pretty much fucking cut my cord, and now I got nothing. So let's move right into Cody, <laughs> shall we? <laughs> I love it. Um, All right. So, so anyways, Cody, Rhodes, Cody... I, I think Cody is still and continues to be a little bitch. 
I will say, I will say one thing though. In Atlanta, that's his hometown. Okay, he got more cheers than he did booze. It was it was a mix. He did. I, I felt like he was. It was a very polarizing crowd. I felt like he got a. You know what? I was actually there was a lot of booze during his initial theme song coming on. Yes. But as soon as he came initially, up, yeah. all of a sudden those booze turned into cheers. I feel like the crowd doesn't know what to fucking do with this guy sometimes because he listen. Say what you will about Cody. Say what you will about Cody. He's but a bitch. His wrestle wrestling DNA goes deep with this man. He knows how to fucking work a crowd. He he probably does it better than any wrestler out there today. It is hard for most wrestlers to start out getting booed when your fucking theme song comes on and then try to turn that around and get cheers out of nowhere. That is almost damn near impossible. And Cody pulled it off. Granted, it was in his home state, but nonetheless, he pulled it off. So that was impressive. Call him a little bitch if you want. That yeah. impressed me. That impressed the fuck out of me because I was like, how the hell did you come out and just change those booze into cheers? Fantastic. It's a, Match it, goes on. Come on, Chad. You're not that story. fucking blind. Come on. You the were match not, went on. No. That story was amazing in that match. Oh Andrade God. and him were putting on a show. And then you know what fucking killed it for me, bro? Hold on. I'll let you have your talking points. Hold on. I know. You I'm know what killed it. that match for me was Brandy Rhodes coming out and setting that fucking table on fire. I was like, this told me. this. That was Cody was doing everything right up until that point. Everything right up until that point to try to get himself put back over in that ring. And he was doing it. He did not need Brandy to come out and hold his fucking hand to help him get back over by putting that fucking table on fire and do it. That ruined it for me. That fantastic match was ruined by that fucking ending. I hated it. I hated it. I was like, now you're giving me reasons to boo you, Cody. This is the shit the People's Host has been talking about for weeks mm -hmm. after weeks. You had him, buddy. You fucking had it. You had it in the ring. You were owning it. You were getting yourself back over. And you brought your wife out to put the table on fire so you could desperately get yourself over? You're getting desperate, my friend. You're getting desperate. You're putting your body on the line and you're burning yourself. You have a fucking child at home, pal. Mm -hmm. You got a baby. This is from one father to another. You don't need to do that shit in the ring. Trust me when I tell you. Your child is more important than that burning fucking table. I guarantee it. You didn't need to do it. You didn't need to bring your wife out there. You were already working that crowd. You were getting yourself put back over. The booze were turning into cheers. And you brought Brandy over there. And guess what's going to happen next week, pal, when you show up? You're going to get booed because you fucked yourself. Here's the problem with your disgusting love with Cody Rhodes, okay? The problem is, even in your rant to him, you're talking to him like he's your little brother. Like, hey, little guy. <laughs> yeah. Hey, little guy, you know, I mean, you're doing really yeah. good out there, you know? Hey, you know, just people like you. They really do. But you know what? Maybe maybe we just work on this because you're really good at this. You're sandwiching him. You're a businessman. You know what I'm talking about. You're doing the verbal sandwich on this fucking idiot. That's what your disgusting love does to this guy. See it for what it is. He is pandering yeah. to the crowd. He loves them too much. He cannot stand that people don't like him. The one thing I completely agree with you on is the, the table spot. That burning table spot was completely unnecessary. It did nothing for me. I didn't think it added to the match at all. In fact, I thought it took from the match. Him and Andrade, bell to bell, great match. Great match. Mm -hmm. That that was a pay-per-view style match. And I would like to see a rematch of that. Maybe at Revolution. You know, maybe, maybe a big show. I would like to see yeah. that. But the spots are stupid. Going into the match, he got a few he got a few cheers, which he should have. Because I'll tell you right now, I'm sure he was nervous about that because, you know, if you haven't heard me say it a few times already, he's a little bitch. I'm sure going out when he hears his music hit that, oh, my God, they're going to boo the hell out of me because that's all they've been doing for the last, you know, four months or whatever. It's been six months. And they did. It's almost been a year, dude. He's, he's almost going into a year. 
Atlanta put him over because that's his hometown. And let's not forget the last time he was in Atlanta, he jumped off of a cage and did a, did a moonsault. And it was awesome. And we all loved it. It was the greatest thing we'd ever seen, even though we had seen literally Mick Foley being thrown off a cage. But we forgot all about that. We were just so happy to see Cody Rhodes do a moonsault off of a cage. We were happy with Cody. Cody should have never done that stupid fucking reality show. That is why he's in the shit he's in. This is what Cody needs to do. Start listening to the Turnbuckle Report. Rewind <laughs> to the entire month of November and listen to the People's Host. Go away, Cody. Go away. Go away for six months and people will start loving you again because you're talented. Because I'm going to big brother you real quick and let you know how good you are and how special you are. And I'm sure your mommy really loves you. But right now, you're fucking disgusting. Go <laughs> Damn, away. Dude, I don't know if it needs to go that go far. Go away for six months. I'm telling I don't you. think he's disgusting. Go away for six months and I'll buy his t-shirt. I'll tell you, I'll, uh, that's on air right now. That's on the show. Go away for six months. I'll buy his t-shirt when he comes back. I'll, um, I'll, I will put money to his off effort. I would have agreed with you if he didn't do the table spot. I think that match with Andrade was good enough that he could have end, ended that I'm match. that's what talking about. He did that and then because he time felt off. like he needed more. He did. He He's trying to give the crowd. He, he's now sacrificing his body to give the crowd what he thinks the crowd needs. You know, don't th- get me a wrong. Good question. I got a good question. On a live you. show... On a live show, that fire table probably looked amazing. I'm sure if we were there live, that table was awesome. But sitting at home on TV, you have the opportunity to think where you don't really get to think so much in the crowd. When you're in the crowd, you're just in the hype, right? But at home, you're thinking. So when I was at home and I saw that table go on fire, I knew what the fuck that was for. I knew why he was doing it. I knew he was pandering to the crowd. And it pissed me off because I'm the one defending your ass. And you're out there pandering. Like, the one thing that I don't think you should be doing, you're fucking doing. Mm -hmm. The one thing I tell my co-host week after week that he's amazing about not doing is pandering. And you're fucking doing it. It it doesn't give me a lot of arguing points anymore. Like, Cody's putting me in a corner here. Like, he's giving you so much fuel. Nobody puts to your fire that I, I am I am literally suffocating right now without oxygen mm-hmm. because I have nothing left that I can possibly say that puts Cody back over other than you started a company and your father's image and it's 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 bringing back those WCW vibes that we love so much and I'm thankful for you for doing that mm-hmm. but that's about where it ends now like you're not giving me much more Cody like I was defending your ass and now you're losing me now. And that was the point of this. Like, that's why I was telling you, hold on, Leland. Like, I, I know that you hear me putting him over, but I'm telling you, he lost me on the table spot. And I'm almost on your side with this now because he did the one thing I thought he wouldn't do. He pandered to the crowd. That is like, number one, no, no, you don't do as a baby face. You pander to the crowd as a heel. If you're going to be a fucking heel, Cody, be a fucking heel. Can I ask you a question? Let me ask you a question. Yeah, yeah. If, if Okay, going out to the ring, Cody was cheered. There was a few yes. boos, but the boos were just were just angst uh, AEW fans that were just they saw themselves marks. on TV, whatever. Yeah, marks, whatever. Marks, yeah, yeah, whatever. Um, the, he was being cheered. Hometown was cheering him. At the end yeah. of the match, he wins. He goes over. He walks off. He's being booed again. Do you think if the fire table spot is not in that match, do you think people cheer him on the way out? In other words, if they cut fi- if they cut three minutes off of that match to cut out that table spot at the end. Do you think he's cheered on the way out? Oh, I think so. I think he's getting more cheers. I, I still think there will be some booers in the crowd because some I marks, agree don't, marks won't give up on the boos, right? So the marks are going to continue to boo because mm-hmm. they've dedicated themselves to boo with Cody. That's that's what's popular right now. It's yeah, popular they're, to boo they're Cody. the same people so that still chant what 
for Stone Cold yeah. in, in a Raw. Yeah, exactly. yeah, and I, I know. What you're so saying. he was yeah. still going to have some booers out there, but his they would have been drowned out by the cheers. I think yeah. if you got rid of the table mm-hmm. stop spot, that would have put him back over. That would have been an opportunity for Cody to take some time off from TV, take six months off, come back. He he set himself up to do it. He set himself up to get back over. He did it. He fucking did it. And then he put that table in the ring, and he started on fire, and he fucking lost it, dude. Like, how do you do that? Honestly, how as a wrestler do you finally get the fuck back over and, and make it fall apart all in the same match? How do you get over and then lose it in the same match? How does that happen? Only well, Cody Rhodes can fucking do that. For one, he's not listening to the crowd. Okay, he's too worried about the crowd. Well, I'm, I'm going to contradict myself, I think. No, it, I get what you're saying. In the you middle are absolutely of the match, right. you, he's, too, be he's, he's not listening. He's worried about them, right? Is, I get what you're saying. Yeah. So here's my biggest problem with the, the fire table spot is he does this big spot. Um, uh, Brandy shows up. I'm sorry. I forgot her name for a second there. Brandy shows up and reveals that she's the, you know, I, I don't know. They could have built that a little better. I don't know why Brandy needed to be hidden in some hoodie. Um, just bring yeah, what Brandy. What was that even about? Yeah, what, that, that, why, didn't why make, did she, she could have just fucking ran out to the ring, right? Just bring Brandy out because we all know that. What did we were we confused that she was going to be on Andrade's side? No, that's fucking stupid. No need for that. Here's my biggest problem: you light this son of a bitch on fire, and by the way, Brandy poured poured about a gallon of freaking kerosene on that table. Those flames were huge. So yep. too much. You went a little too crazy on that. You should have called the Dudleys to find out how you're supposed to do this shit before you actually did it. And then Cody slams him through it. They let the fire on that table so long that the... You know what I'm talking about. I I have a similar table that I'm actually recording on right now. That wood-looking vinyl plastic shit, or vinyl shit that's on top of those tables, was melted away so bad that by the time they slammed these guys, it stuck to their bodies. Mm -hmm. The plan was... It's not coming off, too. The plan was Cody was going to put him through the table, spin him out of the table, go for the pin, win the match. And that's exactly what happened, right? Yeah. Did you notice that when Andrade was getting pinned, he almost kicked himself out accidentally because he was trying to get a flaming piece of plastic off of his chest? Did you see that? Yep. It's I a little it. it's yeah, little it subtleties like that that frustrate me because that spot was not needed. And Andrade's just trying to make sure his body doesn't fucking burn. You and can he, tell they practice it, kick, too, by the he way. He kicks himself out. He kicks himself out. I mean, his shoulder did come up. He kicks himself out, and then we still get the win. That's why I think the booze happen. You dial back three minutes on that match. Get that freaking table out of there. If you're going to bring if you're gonna bring uh, 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 Cody's wife out, man, I, how do I keep forgetting her name? Brandy. If you're going to bring Rose. Brandy out, don't cover her up. Don't, I don't know what you're doing there. Take that last three minutes and move it out of the match. And I may have, Look. I may have cheered for Cody on the way out. You could tell they practiced it. Did you see how fucked up Cody's back was during the entire match? Did you see yeah. how fucked up Andrade's yeah. chest was? You could tell they already lit a fire on a on a table and did it once before as a practice run. They were fucked up from their practice run. Why did they think they needed to go out and do a live run now? Like Cody's back was so fucked from their practice run. You could just see it. His back was destroyed. It looked like hammered. chopped meat. Yeah, yeah it, was it looked disgusting. And then he turned around and already fucked his back up once doing a spot for practice and did it again. This, this dude has a death wish, man. Like, you're doing this for the crowd that's booing you? Mm-hmm. Why? Why? Why are you doing that? You, you, I'm, I'm going to end it here because I, I could go for hours on this. I'm going to end this Cody. I'm going to end our Cody rant here. He managed to get back over in the match, and then he 
fucking lost it all in the same match. He was over and lost it all in the same match. He did it in one night. He got a, he got himself back over. He was back on top. Halfway through that match, everybody's cheering him. Nobody's booing him anymore. Nobody threw back the fucking belt in the ring. He was able to throw it out. People actually kept it this time. And then he did the table spot. And now he's going to get booed next week. Period. It's what's going to happen. In fact, I don't think Cody's ever going to get cheered again for a long time if he doesn't take some TV time off. Simple as that. He's going to be booed for a while now. And and I can't defend him anymore. I can't because that table spot ruined it for me. And that, that was my point. I'm not... I'm not taking your side necessarily, but you don't give me a lot of arguments anymore because you, you're making too many good points, and I wasn't willing to see it. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes you get over on a wrestler and you just don't want to see the bullshit. Like, you're trying to look past it. You're trying to be a fan. You want to keep looking at the, the positives all the time. And you saw, you heard me week after week, I was constantly trying to find the positives. Was I not? Yep. Because I'm pulling shit out of my ass like, oh, he started a company, or he's friends with TK, or he's did this and that and that and this, 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 and this. Look what I'm trying to do. I'm literally pulling shit out just to stay over on this guy. And then when you do a table spot, I don't have an argument anymore. It's gone. He he fucked me. <laughs> Isn't that funny? <laughs> Cody, you fucked me, Cody. <laughs> you made me agree with the people's host, you son of a bitch. I didn't want to, dude. I was really I know. I when I, I was know. I you know that me, when I, know. I was watching that match. When I was watching that match, I was excited. You knew when you were watching, you're like, fuck, Chad's going to come on the mic. He's going to yeah. tell me about this match, and he's going to say, this is why Cody's still an over-wrestler. I yeah. know you were thinking it, but yes, as soon as I that was. table Absolutely. came out and Brandy lit it on fire, yep. you were like, nope, I'm still good. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> Dude, as, saw, as soon as I saw those flames go 10 feet high in the air, I'm like, yeah, this is not ending well. Yeah, go ahead. I bet Chad's loving this. No, I fucking hated it when I saw I, when first of all when when I already knew it was Brandy who got in the ring right so we see this hooded person in a in a in a hoodie and her face is covered I was like well that's Brandy first of all so you didn't need to do that and then when she took out the kerosene and lit the table on fire I'm like fuck I can't, <laughs> I can't put him over after this like this is I knew was, what Brandy was, was doing that one of those moments I knew where what you're she was at doing the dinner table like kids. You know what? You know what? Don't even talk. Nobody talk at the table tonight. Nobody even talk at the table. You just eat your food and go to bed. I'm everybody. I'm mad tonight. Okay. And if you, if you want somebody to argue, you know, Cody Rhodes screwed our dinner up tonight. Okay, everybody, just don't talk. <laughs> I didn't even finish the show. I literally shut it off after I saw that Cody hit the table, and then he still had that burning piece of plastic on his mm -hmm. shoulder, and yeah. Andrade was trying to kick it off, and the ref was in a one-two-three count, and then the ref had to be the guy to pull the fire off of him, and then go back into a one-two. I was like, fuck this. I'm done. Like I was. Dynamite was such a magical week after week, Wednesday after Wednesday. Dynamite is such a magical such show. Such a magical show. I'm sorry. It's like going to Disneyland every Wednesday like in your unicorns. living room. And, unicorns. And then Cody fucking comes out with this table spot and makes me realize WWE had a better week this week. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's so fucked. Yeah, they did. They did. What a great time to be a wrestling fan. And I'll tell you, I know you put a lot of periods on the end of your sentences, but uh, I got a match I got to prepare for, and I, I still got to figure out if I'm, if I'm going to have some color for this thing or not so uh i hope it gets i hope it gets recorded it's gonna need to there's gonna to need to, there's gonna need to be a camera on this thing and uh i have plenty of time to sit back and wonder if i'm gonna be a healer or a baby face but i'm just gonna do me Dogcast Production.